What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. Reporting live from my kitchen because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Sweet potato pies all oh, I'm living. Okay. Cali yeah. baby. Big. Okay. Like, <laughs> what? Did you say candy yam, baby? I said Cali Because <laughs> oh. I, I had a little Wayne flow in my head. Because um, 2 Chains and Wayne put out this album called Welcome to um, Cali Park. Cali Park. Collie Grove. Collie Grove, and, yeah. And the whole thing ride. I ain't even mad at it. Now, I this would I be... So, last night I went to the Music Soul Child concert, and it got me to thinking. Like, you know, for example, the a lot of the artists that we liked when we was growing up, they either fell off because they didn't have many songs. Not music, though. Music had several hit albums. For sure. But obviously, at some point, he stopped producing those albums. So, in some people's eyes, he fell off. But I also think that at some point, you just don't have that same impact that you had before, which is fine because... The music industry is very like it's just it's a lot to keep up with. So anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so like for example, okay, Jesus just put out an album. Andre just put out an album. Wayne and Two Chainz put out an album, and it made me wonder: is are those? Um, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, does that only matter to our to us, or do are young people checking for it? How do we know? Um. It's 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 diff it's weird because I do feel like some young people still be checking for Wayne just because Wayne had that much of an impact on the culture. But when it comes to two chains, I don't think that he's had an impact on this culture the way that Wayne did. And so they don't really check for him. That's like interesting that. because two chains are newer artists than Wayne technically. But the reason why I ask is because um I guess I just don't know. Okay, so it just makes me think about when I was when we were kids, and there would be artists like old school artists putting out albums and stuff like that. And I used to be like, they still make music, but whole time, like like let's say Janet Jackson, right? This is a dramatic example because she's an icon. But I remember when Janet Jackson would put out albums when we were younger. But it would be years since her last album. So I'm like, does this? I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, I I just don't know how it's received outside our audience. You trying to gauge and see like is the generation before us and the current generation, um, are they listening to that type of music? Yeah, like do that because even last night, music soul child was talking about how younger people are calling him old school, and it made me think, dang, he is old school because his our first album dropped twenty three years ago. Like that's a long time, but to me, because I was his core audience when he first dropped, I've been—he's always been on my radar. You know what I'm saying? So he never really fell off because I still played with the music he put out, and even though he stopped, or at least his, his music stopped being as major, I didn't really think of it as like who was this guy? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But he's dropped no, several it. albums since his last major, um, like his last biggest hits. But I just—I'm like, dang, if he drops a new album. Is it looked at the way I would look at like Janet Jackson back in the day or even Michael Jackson? But obviously I know the Jacksons were icons, but their highest moments were not when I was a kid. It was like yeah. before that. Yeah. I think like, about that. I think success? about stuff like that all the time because I'm one of the one of the very few of my friends that listens to a lot of the current music that's out. And mm-hmm. I think that partially it's just because I'm surrounded by it, just because of my job. But also 
I think I just have such a wide palette when it comes to music. And then, like, I feel like in this generation, people are able to be more creative. Like, they're able to be more free. Sorry, my mic keep falling. But um, they're able to be more free. So, like, I look at artists like Lil Uzi and Playboy Cardi and stuff like that. And even though I don't really listen to their albums like that, I do listen to some of the songs. Mm-hmm. But I remember being a kid and people only associating that stuff that style like rock star rock star style or whatever that was only associated with white people and so it's so crazy to see now that the current rappers are rock stars like all of them like they're considered rock stars like we don't really even have rock groups like that no more if you if you notice that like no i i really do it like the bands in general we don't we just don't have like 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 you're right, like Panic at the Disco, like those type of Not bands, even though they were pop or rock, they still we they it was a it was just different. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. So I I try my best to just kind of stay up on what's current and just like what you know what's going on in music. I mean, some of this stuff is ass. I'm not gonna see him just act like I just be into all of it, but I now also... is it is? Let me ask you this though, because I agree with you. I think a lot of the music that's being dropped is trash, but I think the same could have been said about people that was. It's like I'm trying to. I be trying to get put myself outside of an auntie mindset. And try because exactly. you know, I've expressed in the past like how sexual I think kids are and things like that. And we were sexual too, but I think that the way that they get access to these things is a lot easier. So I'm like, well, is it the same as it was? Or am I just in a more mature mind space? Because there's a lot of inappropriate things I would hear and watch and all the other stuff. Yeah. But I didn't think it was an I knew it was inappropriate, but I was just living life. But now I'm like, I would never have my kids. Like how we used to love to see fights in high school. If it's a fight, I don't want to be nowhere near. And my nephews and them ain't either. You know what I, I'm saying? I've <laughs> never been the type of person. I mean, maybe in like middle school or something, but even now, like I can't watch fight videos. Yeah, but me either I, now. I, I feel pain. Change. I can't even watch boxing. I never could watch boxing because I'm like, no, they're going a little bit too hard. But in oh, middle school and high school, I would see fights where people took out razor blades, bleached, and no, I didn't even think nothing about it. Seriously, like, I remember my first week in North Atlanta when I went to North Atlanta. I want to say it was my first or second week, but it was a fight so bad that the news came up there. The girl, and I was on a school bus waiting for it to pull off while it was happening. The girl pulled out a razor blade and cut this girl's face up. I had never I'm seeing pregnant like girls get, get into fights. Girls with perms in their head, like the cream still in their head. I was at Shamrock one day for a baby shower, and it was a fight that busted out, and this girl literally in the middle of Camaro pregnant with relaxing her head getting I don't know if she was getting beat up. I don't remember. But I just remember thinking, like, her hair gonna fall out even if she win the fight. Alicia. I seen a post one day, and it was like, um, before you could book your flights online, how were people booking flights? And it just, you know, I don't know if the reason why we knew how stuff was done in the past, because we had conversations with people, or we read about it. But I'm like, you know, before there was social media, there were other methods of communication. I'm talking about all the way back to the earlier days you know what i'm saying the revolutionary period you know what i'm saying slavery there were methods of communication now they might not have been as instant or as quick but they actually got the job done and the thing is you don't know what quick is until you get something quicker you know what i'm saying so like i think that what people don't realize or maybe some of the younger people don't realize is 
there people definitely use the TV and the radio way more frequently than they do now. So like, you know, if there was ever something that happened, like I remember when Aaliyah died, it was like a breaking news banner at the bottom of the TV, no matter what you was watching, or you listen to it on the radio because everybody is tuned in there versus now on social media. If we being honest, if you don't follow these blogs, you might not know what's going on with these celebrities unless one of your oh friends posts about it. That is so true. Even for me, because even because I mean, I only took like what ten days off of social media, but it was fucking effing me up because I honestly didn't realize how much I got my news from social media. Like I had to download the dang on local news app just so I can get news notifications. <laughs> that's actually right, funny that's because crazy. there are people who have a life without social media, and they exactly. don't know about a lot of this stuff, or they don't know about it. They just don't find out about it so so quickly. But it's just interesting the way news is consumed because now social media is a primary news source. But it's just funny because even though we might, even when I think about when we were talking about fights earlier, you know, we it might not go viral on social media, but it was going viral through infrared. Cause people's fights was make they were sharing fight videos from the app from the Nokia's infrared sensor, and they would make it all across state lines. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It just it, you know I just I don't know. Again, I hate to be one of the people that I that used to annoy me when I was younger, but I don't know if it's just the people that I, the the youth that I'm seeing or what. But I just feel like a lot of people ain't having conversations no more. So every little every concept is so foreign to the younger crowd that they they just don't even understand it. Like I remember hearing about a tracks, but I never seen one before. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. to them, the the fact of going to a store and buying a CD is so crazy, even though it wasn't that long ago. So part um I was watching a lot of like I've been watching a lot of like um. Uh, health podcasts and just like mental uh, health podcasts and just like uh, videos on YouTube from people who have like disconnected from social media and what their life is like outside of social media and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. what I'm realizing and the common thing that I've noticed in all the videos is that this generation lives on instant gratification. And I've noticed that, you know, I have probably, well, I know I have for sure, like, adapted that life like i'm you're on tiktok and you will learn something about something or somebody within 30 seconds and you can just scroll on to the next thing like it's yes and i see comments all the time like let's say you watch a video on tiktok where it's like you learn something new oh tiktok has taught me more than i have in high school and college blah 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 but i'm like i don't know if that's a fair statement to say yes you learn something that you did not learn in school but there is also a curriculum and there is no way to cover everything. And I also remember having professors, at least in college, I do feel like the more details I learned about stuff was because I went to college. And I had um, professors that would encourage us to read books or do our own research and certain stuff like that. So to say that you learn more from TikTok, I don't know if that's necessarily fair either because a lot of things you also learn by talking to people and reading and stuff like that. But, you know, I remember there was a time where YouTubers thrive off long format videos. Like you can have a two hour video or whatever the case is. And now it's like, it better be 30 minutes or less or you're going to lose their attention span. And it's like, now it's fit three minutes or 10 minutes or less when you come to TikTok. So it's just interesting. But you're right. It's that instant gratification. And if you never had to like, like, it's almost like there's no patience. And I, um, I was thinking about, you know, as someone that is hoping to retire early as soon as possible, when I think about the future workforce, you know, people are not going to college, which is fine. You should do what you want to do, but they're not earning these skills. They're doing, they're all becoming, if everybody's a content creator, who is doing my taxes? 
<laughs> and, and sure, it can be done online through a tool. But if you have something complex like I do, you might need somebody to really go through with their expertise and make suggestions. Or who's mounting my TV? Or who's doing it? It's like everybody is working a gig. And they're not really yeah. focused on like, and that's fine. You know, I, again, because I'm somebody that definitely will not be working in corporate America for the rest of my career. But I do see less and less people like you talk to kids and ask them what they want to be when they grow up, and they literally said they want to be a YouTuber. And I'm like, is that the new rapper? Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> it can be. I, I, you know what's so crazy? I've been, I've done well for myself just by doing makeup, but I also realized that like. Um, with the with this strike, what has opened me up? It's like, damn, I probably need to get like a secondary and a third option for a career, or just add on to my businesses to make more money because that really messed me up. Like that strike really messed me up. Now the strike is is off, and like literally the next day after the strike, I started getting booked every day. That's but crazy. Other, I'm glad you did. I mean, though. like literally, I've been working every day since the strike has been over. The strike has been over. But something like that just really proved to me, like, dang, I need to have other options. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's something that's like an online um, course that I can sell, uh, a, a workbook that's uh, not a workbook, but like a guide on how to, be, um, like, steps on becoming a professional makeup artist or whatever the case may be, little stuff like that, YouTube, um, even DoorDash. I mean, all type of stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Kind of income, yeah. And it don't have to be a lot of money at once, but it's something. Because think about yeah. if you sell a course, let's say you make five hundred dollars. How many gas t- tanks of gas is that? Listen. That you wouldn't have had to. T- but I agree with you. I definitely think that um maybe not everybody, but if you can, just look at some different streams of income. But I think also everybody rich with no money, everybody millionaire. So if it ain't a million, if it ain't six figures, it ain't nothing, which could be discouraging because now people starting businesses and feeling like a failure because they're not making X amount of money. But I agree with you. I definitely think it's good. And even DoorDash, you know, I, like y'all know I don't did Uber Eats before, uh, but I definitely think it's helpful um to... and. You know, starting little gigs like that builds your skill set. So even if it's not extremely lucrative today, doesn't mean it won't be lucrative tomorrow. And doesn't mean that it might not connect you in other aspects to something else that you might not be thinking about. But I, I definitely think you should do that. I saw I came across a girl on Twitter today who um who sells makeup courses. She's she and uh, she has become Yeah, that's, I wanna do that actually. Yeah, and it's just what she's known for apparently now. And people were saying like they went from not knowing how to do makeup at all to getting her course, which was just eighteen dollars, to like now really knowing how to beat their face. And I think that's really cool because $18, I mean, I don't know what your price point is going to be, but when I think about $18, I think about a bunch of people that are like, oh, I can get that even if they don't use it. But if I see a course for five or $600, like some of these weird girlies, I'm like, I just, I'm just going to go on YouTube. But if you ha- if if you if you structure it in a way that makes people interested in learning more, like maybe if you just do basics on browse or whatever, I just think that that could be a good way to retain an audience and to, to make more money even if it's slower because it's even though it's less money per transaction it's you're gonna you open up that opportunity for other people to access it like i, I bought people recipes no no go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna say i bought people's recipes before and it was like four dollars and i never used them yeah but they were selling the cookbook for fifty dollars you think i was buying it absolutely not see and and i have a plan for that like i, I definitely feel like i can be very lucrative in that field because um, I just booked my flight home for Christmas, and I realized that I'm going to be in Atlanta for two freaking weeks. 
and I'm not bringing my makeup. I'm sorry, I'm not. Like, I'm just not. I'm. I, I always be like, now you know, maybe I bring. Before. I know, but last year I realized that I, first of all, I overpacked. And I was staying in between Zay and my sister's house, and that was just a lot to keep up with. So I'm just going to try to pack as lightly as possible, meaning that I'm going to leave my makeup at home. Yeah, no, so, I don't blame me. And you want to truly enjoy money, being so home, like, right? I really need to start companies. Huh? I was going to say, but you still want to enjoy your time while you're here. If it's, you know, exactly. if you get to the point where you're getting bookings, it's like, dang, did I even have a break? Exactly. And it's like, I remember working at Mac, I would have paid vacations and paid time off. I don't have that. So it's like I have to, so I got to replace that with something. So, um, you know, I'll figure that out soon. I actually am setting up a meeting as we see, speak. That's why I'm on my phone. I have a um, a girl who reached out to me. Um, she used to be, I think she was like an assistant for Pretty Hustle or something like that. But she is working in financial planning uh she working with like entertainment professionals and business owners and she hit me up and said that she wanted to have a call to see if you know she could help me out with something which i could really use that i've become yeah. very 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 responsible with my money over the years um like even when it comes down like before i used to just buy clothes without even thinking about it but like now I have to overanalyze every single thing. Like, is this something that I'm going to be able to wear a lot or all the time? Like, is this something that is very noticeable if I rewear it? Uh, what's the material given? You know, so now I'm like, yeah, quality over quantity. On, quality over quantity, but I still want to be stylish. So I'm just buying like a lot of basics that's like fashionable, but very simple stuff that I can rewear, mix and match, stuff like that. But I still have a lot of work to do with spending money because like I'm the type of person where I'll leave the house and spend a hundred dollars and I don't know what I spent it on. Like I, I I probably just bought like some a few things, some CVS, got a coffee and something else. And this ain't no, I'm like, damn, I just spent $120 and I only been out of the house for an hour. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that's important for you to do. Actually. Um, do you know how much you make per year? It very it goes up and down. It just depends. Uh, well, the reason why I ask because I think that um I know a lot of people that have done freelance work or they're entrepreneurs in general, and they genuinely don't know how much money they make a year off their business because of expenses and you know the way money is brought in. It's not like you can just go pull up all your pay stubs and be like, oh, okay, this is how much I made, or you don't get like a W two per se. But I yeah. think that'd be really important so you can make maybe make budgets in the future for certain things or really know what your worth is so you can be like, oh, well, if this is how much I made this year, like with this financial person. The next year, you know, you could just set like little goals that are a little bit more realistic. And then even with your expenses, especially, with, especially since tax season coming up, because baby, expensive this year. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I don't really have time for that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't think for the same time. Okay, yeah. I just set up a meeting with her for next Friday. So I will be getting that in order. <laughs> uh, getting some more, some, uh, more, another stream of income. And I'm trying to really monetize off of making these videos i, I said i was gonna start today but i feel like i look crusty i'm i don't know you don't Can look do crusty like your authentic self that's very true you know i mean if you if you put out perfection that's what people are gonna expect so then when you have a down they're gonna be like oh y'all seen draco uh, he, he needs some, some hair hair grafting i got some uh, okay 
uh, <laughs> I, um, I have a lot of um, skincare products that I want to review for TikTok. And I know that the videos could possibly go up. That's why I'm like, let me just, I need to just set Please a day. Please do. I, I want to know what's in them kids. What kids? Oh, yeah. When you begin all that free stuff. I, I like I like watching those videos to know what the products are and what they do. Because I know it, that's them marketing to you. But I want to know, too. Like I just ordered yeah. some of that one size spray today. Because Sephora finally had a travel size. I'm like, all right, I'll take that. That stuff he sold out. But let me tell you something. I, this is not paid promotion. One size do send me a lot. Of products, and let me tell you something. Not one of them they sent me. I don't use. I use. Every they said Beyonce thing. used that once to, on that setting spray on her tour. Spray, yeah. That's why she didn't. Um, the DC show, she got rained on, and it didn't move. Like her makeup didn't move. Okay, okay I just realized we don't got to talk. I ain't even talked about the Black Business of the Week. Go ahead, Pooh. Let me tell you about this spot. Okay, so you know, if you go to an obscure location. You're not going to really believe somebody if they say the food good. Like, for example, if somebody tell you the best soul food they ever had was in Dahlonega, Georgia, you'd be like, no, it ain't. Stop lying. Because you expect soul food to be wherever <laughs> the black folks at. You know, it's where your people at. Yeah. But let me tell y'all something. One day, I was Googling, and I came across this black-owned soul food restaurant in Marietta, Georgia. Okay? Right okay, across from Andretti. On. So I said, let me, the reviews look straight and the food look like black folks cooking it. You know what I'm talking about too. Not like Mary Max. Yeah. It's a little sloppy a little bit. Baby, okay. I went to this place called RC Southern Cooking. I swear to God, this might be my favorite soul food restaurant. It's just so authentic and they so hood. I'm talking about mouthful of goals. So I know they from Bankhead. They ain't even got to tell me where they from. I know they from Bankhead. I know it. But and it's in like a little ashy looking plaza. It's got burglar bars, baby. This the I ain't lying to y'all. I had a fish platter from them one time with the mac and cheese. I had some um some cabbage. I ha I've had everything they got up in there. Every every everything. Even they they sides. They they desserts. They okay. So the place is called RC's Southern Cooking. It's at fifteen sixteen Roswell Road, Marietta, Georgia. Um, if you follow them on Instagram, they post their menu every day. Let me show you the menu, Draco. Are this how many food items? This is a big, this is a huge chalkboard, by the way, like in the oh, classroom. Wow. They be having so many random things. It'll be spaghetti, ribs, fish fry, <laughs> chitlins. They, they dress it as an entree, not a side. It's like, and it's a chalkboard, literally. Anyway, the prices are very reasonable. They like very real, very down earth. So don't go in there thinking you need to be, just be yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it might catch. I'm actually shocked that they thriving in Marietta acting how they act. <laughs> oh but the food is so good, and um, I don't know if they still take orders, but they definitely doing um catering for holidays. Maybe if not like a, if you need full service, they offer that. But if also you just want like a tray of dressing, a tray of mac and cheese, whatever. But I've had everything that's a uh, side in there and their fish, and I ain't had nothing I don't like yet. That's a fact. The yeah. fish season's so good, y'all. But anyway, yes, RC Southern Cooking in Marietta. I um I strongly suggest checking out their Instagram so you can take a look at some of the food they offer, so you can see the menus and you can see how real they are. Okay, wink, wink. Okay, so um, shop talk today. We got a couple things. So let go. Cassie filed an explosive lawsuit against Diddy based on sex trafficking. And several other things that she detailed about her relationship while she was with him. And I believe everything. Okay. Um, I know last week I was talking about Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy and just being with someone that's abusive. And with the Cassie thing, she was with him for like, what, 11 years? 
Yeah, she's and she, from and he really took her youth from her. He was worse, and she was like nineteen. But anyway, she detailed a lot of things like abuse, sexual assault, um, threats, uh, they thievery, verbal abuse. I mean, uh, intimidation, and it was crazy and sad at the same time. Is even the public knew these things about Diddy. It was like one of those open secret type of situations, and it's actually really sad. And what's even sadder is that people would try to say, try to discredit. I'm really tired of people thinking that people not abusive. It's so many people, bro. If I'm not mistaken, I think I read that one in four women have been abused or sexually assaulted. I cannot remember, but it's so freaking common that y'all should stop just being shocked when people come out with this type of stuff. I know so many people that are popular. And I'm only saying popular because I, a lot of my pe people that I see know them that have done something disrespectful, like sexually assaulted or been abusive to one of my friends. I'm, it be people I see on social media, I'd be like, it pissed me off because I'm like, do they even know? Yeah. Some people do be knowing. People absolutely be knowing what their homeboys be doing and they excuse it. Or homegirls, if we being real. But it, I, it's some people that I be seeing online. I'm like, bro, he did my friend dirty. He did this. And I know it happened because, number one, this is one of my close friends. And I know they wouldn't make up something like this out of the blue, especially just given my relationship with them in general. But it's so many abusive people. It's so many people in abusive relationships. And it's not always... Outside looking in, it's like, why don't you just leave? But people, when people have money, they have power. And then in the music industry, somebody like Diddy has so much power that who you gonna run to and they gonna believe you and protect you? Like this man got enough power to make people disappear. The man blew up Kid Cudi's car. Okay, and anybody and that can set up something like a movie. Recently, I didn't know that. I didn't know about it either. I had no clue. And then Kid Cudi confirmed it. And it's just really sick because. People, I don't think people realize, and people always talk about how evil Hollywood is and how evil the industry is. Yeah. But I need people to realize that when you have money, people will do anything for you. Look at R. Kelly. He has so many people around him that was like helping him be abusive, helping him like mess with these young girls, covering for him. And all of them end up confessing or saying whatever they had to say, getting charged, etc. So it's no shocker that the man accused of having Tupac killed and possibly Diddy too is, is capable of doing these things. It's just a shocker that it took so long for it to come out. And I know people were trying to say, like, Cassie is greedy for suing for $30 million, But to me, somebody like Diddy, you got to hit them where it hurts, number one. And when they broke up, yeah. what did she have? And I, some some of my friends are trying to say, like, I'm sure she didn't want for nothing. Da, 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 da. It ain't about that. It ain't about that. Because she, number one, she was a, he, she pretty much was a one-hit wonder. And I doubt she got anything off of that song. So when she breaks up with this man, finally in her, what, probably 30s, what does she have besides popularity and a haircut that she ain't even want? It's like it's like one of those things where it's like you got to. And I also saw this video where they were talking about how her filing a lawsuit was smart because it kind of creates accountability. So if she accused him of doing these things and something happened to her, you can probably tie it back to this versus her like yeah, coming out on sure. social media being like, hey, y'all, I just want to detail what happened between me and Diddy. He can discredit yeah. her. He can silence her, do whatever. And then that's it. But if you file a lawsuit and apparently if you because she fought the lawsuit on the base of sex trafficking, that allows the, the police to open up an investigation. Yeah. I am here for the Diddy going down train. Carisha, I don't really know how. Just well, my thing me. is, run. I feel like and I don't know, obviously, but I feel like Carisha is one of them people that's like. I mean, I feel I, I know exactly what you're gonna say, and I feel he, the same way. But I will yeah. hope she realize how serious this is, and she will move her especially right career. now, because I feel like it that could really that can mess up her career. To be honest, literally, if she hasn't already, because even when I think about um, 
Cassie said that her and Diddy would have something called f offs, where she where he would have these dudes. But I'm like, yeah, Miami be talking about f it Fridays with Diddy. Is that the same thing? <laughs> I'm just saying, is it? We just don't know because I feel like him with Carisha is the first time he's really been public. I mean. People, he was not. I mean, he people knew he was with Cassie, but it was not like how he is with Carisha. And I feel yeah. like with Carisha, whether it's a real relationship or not, it's definitely one of those let me clean up my image type of situations. But mm-hmm. I don't, it just makes me wonder, even with some of the side conversations him and Young Miami have had, I highly doubt somebody like Diddy would just clean up their ways because they with a, a new young rapper. I don't know. But, you know, yeah. I hope that she chooses the best path for herself and leave with something. As for me, uh, What's so crazy is that just the 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 way I grew up, like how I grew up, a lot of stuff that is considered abuse growing up, I really didn't know that it was abuse. I mean, and I'm just being real. Like now, now I, obviously I know like domestic violence, like if somebody's hitting on you and stuff, but certain things like um, verbal abuse and like whoopings and all type of stuff like that, I really didn't look at as abuse. Like, I didn't look at... But that's because it was so normalized. So now that I'm an adult... I didn't either. Even though I heard it was abuse. It still didn't, like, register to me like that. It was something wrong with that. And so it's a lot of different things. Because even with me, I had to have a realization with myself. Because I'm just like... People always be, be like, have you ever been molested before? And I'm like, no. No, no, no. And even though I still don't feel like I have, I have been in situations that I'm like... That actually was something that I probably I have too, and 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 with 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 an adult witness. You see what and, I'm saying? And in places where it should never happen, and I just kept it to myself because of the 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 the, the I guess stuff that I've never ever talked about with nobody ever. And Me it's, too. And, I, and it's stuff that I kept to myself because of like the type of negative reaction. So I'm like, number one, nobody gonna believe me. Number one, because of my personality, they are gonna think I probably asked for or wanted it. And now I've never been promiscuous per se, and I don't even mean to use that word. But because I'm a very extroverted person, I'm goofy, I'm social. Maybe I just misunderstood, or maybe I just gave off the wrong impression, or something like that. But I've absolutely been violated before and, and play in public places by grown folks when I was young. And it's, it's yeah. weird. but people just don't, it's just so easy for people to be like, oh, why say something now? But maybe she was afraid. I mean, Cassie's finally moved on. She's married. She's got two kids. She's probably, she's seen a lot of other people going down for stuff. We're, let's not act like we finally in a climate where victims can speak up. Yeah. Cause that was not the case. Not even 10 years ago. It's just all weird. And it's just like, even when it came down to like Bill Cosby and all this other stuff, these are people who I grew up and was always told that these are the people to be like. Like these yes, are even though like Bill Cosby was standard. rude and disrespectful, he used to call us thugs. Remember yeah, that? But he was. But everybody was just, oh, you got to be like the Cosby family. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like you would mm-hmm. never. They were the model family. You would never think that. So even mm-hmm. with me, it took me a minute to just real like process. Like, dang, Bill Cosby really was doing that to people, or he really. I mean, just because these people have these images does not believe does not take away from the fact that they could be terrible people behind the scenes. And as simple Honestly, as that with sounds, that image, they're probably more likely to be them kind of people because they got a they got a point. Now, to make I'm, you think now, that now I'm now I'm seeing, and, yeah. and I know that's so simple and easy to say out loud, but just because no, a lot of these people I've had encounters with and I've had great experiences with them, but I'm just like, dang, I would not even hope, you know, that. 
you know, they were capable of doing stuff like that. But people are. People are terrible people. People are terrible people. Really, I, I've never... Re- and you know what's so crazy? I've I've always heard, like, Diddy gay rumors, but that was it. I haven't heard anything else. And I was too young to even pay attention or care about the stuff that was going on, like, with J-Lo when he had the... Mm-hmm. Had a court case with her. I didn't even know what was going Which on. I didn't even know. I just learned recently that he had her arrested. What's that about? Um, I don't. I didn't read the story all the way, but yeah, I was, you was looking at the Rolling Stone article. No, I was on TikTok. It was people compiling all the stories into one with, with articles and stuff Rolling like Stone that. said, we just going to put it online. So they got a whole link of all the times where Diddy got arrested or was in some trouble or drama. Mm, and it was just like, okay. I was like, oh my God. And it's like um, open secrets. I mean, think about it. People been saying stuff forever, but obviously as regular consumers, it's not a lot of power that we got in that. But yeah. it's even more reason for I mean, people, people to stop. having so power too. And, that, and I yes, hate that. And that, that makes me even look at like be, wanting to be rich differently. Yeah, I agree you with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it's, makes sense. You know me... how they always say you can't be an ethical billionaire? Because it's like, there's no way you did the right thing by everybody to get to this point. You had to sacrifice people, you had to step on backs, you had yeah. to you know, violate. And it changes. I, you I think about problem. it. You you got enough money to make whatever happen happen. Yeah. Literally. You could do whatever you want. And now, and now people saying, like, we need to look more deep into um, Kim Porter. Now, granted, when Kim People Porter died, talking about that though. When Kim Porter died, I did hear stuff. Like, and I don't yeah, know if you true. remember, I ended up going to um I didn't go to her funeral, but I went down there to do um to do makeup. Diddy had hired a whole bunch of makeup artists to come do the guests for the funeral. It was real crazy. Not but you got um, a Diddy check. I did. I did. Um, but like during that time, I was hearing stuff like, oh, this wasn't. This was not. This was not an accident. This was something that was planned, happened on purpose. She was trying to expose him, come out with a book, and something happened to her. Yeah, I'll be sure said it. Her own ex-husband. And I'm like, this ain't helping the case, especially with me, because now I really believe it, and it just it yes. sucks. Yes, and, and then on... wanna... Diddy is such a big piece of like my childhood. Mm-hmm. Just all around, like I could not escape him. I mean, from from making a band to total to work, you know, all these people that I've listened to growing up that was under his label, Danity Kane, Day Twenty Six. Like he's a part of my childhood for real, for yeah, real. Like, all the way up until recently. So just he's like one of the most powerful, most prominent names in hip hop in music. Period. Man, I had nine names. He had people wearing <laughs> voter die shirts. He had. And we still uh, lost the election. He, exactly. He was one of the first like uh, people that I can remember that was that was like given urban, but with a mohawk, and he was like one of the the, the dudes that made get your nails done. Cool. Like it was so many different things that Diddy was like known for, and just this is just weird. It, it feels no, very. Right. It feels very evil. But you know what? It's and, and the fact that people that nobody came out in his defense says a lot too. Well, some people did. Because so, yeah, it was the people who were signed. No, the people signed the bad boy was Because I had seen something she like that. He basically was saying she was lying and she she broke. Oh she yeah, broke yeah. Okay, okay, I saw that. And they were saying that he that video made me hate beards. 
Because his beard looks I said, very... Apparently they were saying that, that Slim Thug had a baby by his cousin. <laughs> he cheated on Latoya Lucky with his cousin and had a baby by her. I wouldn't be surprised. All these people are sick. Kevin Gates even said he had sex with his cousin, so I'm not surprised. You know, it's just it's just a shame. Blueface's uh, brother said their mama taught him how to eat cat. Oh my God. Jim Jones said his mama taught him how to kiss. You know what I'm saying? People this household be different. That we didn't even know there was abuse no, going really, on. No, really, really. And then we're, we're, and we're seeing this or hearing this from very mature ears. Like we actually are in a position to de- to deduce from the information we're getting. Have, you know, we're in a, a, a sorry, I'm, I'm literally recording and making sweet potato pie. Please. <laughs> We love a so if, you, if I'm like away from the mic, I just gotta get this this potato mashed before it gets too cold. I'm over here making a um Black Friday uh uh cart for some clothes and some makeup. I feel you, but it's all going on Klarna because that's just how I am. <laughs> oh I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't like to spend all my money at one time. But it's a um, it's a it's a website. Um, a clothing brand called Entire Studios that sells very quality uh, what would you call it? loungewear. So okay. it will be, it's like a mixture of Skims and Yeezy but at a lower Skims price kind of like it's the same thing. Huh? Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> if I'm being real, Entire Studios is the same thing but they just have like a whole variety like they have a whole section called like Uniform and that's mm-hmm. just a basic line, but it's like American Apparel times forty. Okay. And the quality is way better. And I, I not uh, uh, the designers follow me on Instagram, so I wish they would send me some stuff. But I hey, seen that you, they just, you should see if they want to collab. Shoot. I just seen that they um did a collab collection with Kylie. I said, oh, I definitely don't have a chance now. Don't first of all, that's not true. You literally don't know what their budget is, and how you know they're not looking for smaller influencers. This is true. I'm, I'm Stop not discounting yourself. You're right. You I gotta be like, wow, we wanted to work with you, but we weren't sure how you felt about a makeup artist collaborate. You just don't know. This, you this you is missed true. 100% of the shots you don't take. This and is Kylie true. Jenner ain't even, she was a teen mom. I'm just playing. Speaking of sexual predators, Tiger. But anyway, man, I just, you know, it's just really, when you become an adult, it's like becoming, when you become an adult, you realize your favorite aunt and uncle are terrible people. You start to be like, it's like, dang, man, you a kid. You really don't have the capacity to understand some stuff. You just look, you just, you just here for the vibes. You're just trying to have fun. So when you hear these certain things, it's so disappointing. You saying that, you saying that out loud is very triggering and true. That's, that's, and it is, it hurts though. Cause it's and like, look, it's applicable to me too. Cause there's some people I looked up to and I'm like, oh, you are awful. Wow, yeah. you are actually the root of all these problems. Okay, I've had, a, I've had, I'm not gonna say who, but I've had a person in my family. So I got this this trait from my mom. My mom always had like red eyes, and that was just because she had hay fever and allergies real bad, and it has passed on to me. And now that I'm getting okay, older, red it gets eyes, worse. not like, like you don't mean like red, like you mean like your eye, like the white part. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Like, Sorry. Her eyes were already red, always red. So she would always have to keep eye drops. And now I have to do the same thing. Like, I don't, I, and I smoke weed too. So that makes it worse. But at the time, I think I had just started smoking weed, but I didn't smoke that much. But my eyes were always red. I literally got accused by two people at one time. I got double teamed by two people in my family. And I kid you not, this happened. Um, 
they accused me of being on X pills because oh and my. It, and it was so dramatic because they accused me of being on X pills. And the way that they brought it to me is because they said that um, a lot of the gay people that they know do ecstasy. So they was putting me in that category for them. And I'm like, damn, if you only knew that I've never done no drug ever. Like, I've never even taken and a pill ecstasy before. ecstasy is so specific. Like, like no what? X pills. Why it couldn't be weed? It was like X pills, blah, blah, blah. These, these same two people, these same two people. These same two people that ran down on me like that, I've literally, and I, I promise you I'm not exaggerating, I've caught them both on multiple occasions doing crack. Not cocaine, okay. <laughs> a crack pipe with a rock in it and a, and a lighter on multiple occasions. And the X pill is what you're trying to, but you, but you literally. Know what though? He who was without sin cast the first stone. People are like that though. They be they they always fishing and looking for the wrong in you and don't ever look within. It's a cold world we live in. Once people realize, once you reach that level of matru- maturity that you realize there are more bad people than good, you it'll be easier to navigate life. I used to really live life through the lens that most people had good intentions, and boy was I wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and, I, and I'm learning it every single day. Every single day I'm learning that people just, just no matter how good they present themselves, they are bad people sometimes. Sometimes. Now, I'm not saying that's the fishy. case for everybody. They literally be, be having ulterior motives. It's sick. That'd be their first. It's like what we talked about in the last episode. Okay, so next up, I wanted to talk about, um, first of all, I don't know how, what my what my next message was about the casting did. It's just really sad. And I just pray for her safety. Because given the, the articles and stuff I've come across, people be dying. Behind this one person, yeah, like doctors, ex husbands, like what? I've heard it. I heard this. I've heard some some crazy things about Justin Bieber. Not saying that he was in it, but he was. People were trying to get him involved in some stuff. And with Diddy, I don't know if it was with him, but I'm not surprised. But I was about to I, say, I, you know what's ironic? What Diddy had his hands in early Usher. And Usher absolutely I mean, said that have, Diddy exposed him to some stuff that he couldn't understand yet, and he would never send his kids over there looking back. This is crazy to even think because, like, I used to hear stuff like this all the time, and I would be like, there's no way that, that nobody is getting away with this. And now that I watch certain shows, it'd be happening. I'm like, people, people be getting away like they never got before. Um, the story about Justin Bieber that I remember was something to the extent of like he went to a party. They were trying to get him to be a part of it was like some little Hollywood Hills party. They were trying to get him to be a part of something similar or was the Illuminati or something close to it. And he had to do some very strange things with another man and some other things going on. Now, I don't remember who was involved, but I'm when I, me listening to these Diddy stories. I'm just like uh, Nothing is impossible. So yeah, apparently that happened. He declined, and he apparently the the guy who they were trying to get uh, to him to do stuff with is is missing and unalive mm. allegedly, and that's why he started hanging out with that one pastor dude. If you remember, he was walking. He was like literally walking the streets with a pastor at one point. Yeah, I months. remember, and he was in a swimming pool with him. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the thing about the music industry, this is not like your nine to five. It's like you want to make it so bad so you can. People, artists do not be rich. 
And if you want to be rich, you got to be willing to do some some rich behavior. It's really sick. I just want to be out the way. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be popular. I don't even want to. I don't even like going viral. Going viral is anxiety yeah. inducing. It's too much. It's too much. So I can't imagine that being my yeah. notifications all day every day. I'm low key getting over that fear though, because I hate. Because I mean, I do. I don't mind it just because, like I said, I've always been on social media, so I don't mind it. And I've gotten used to the hate comments because I've been getting that early on. And that, and I went through I that phase. Like already. I don't like it either, but I mean, it's normal. I realize that a lot of those people who write those comments are literally just miserable at home. They ain't got nothing else better to do. But um, I, I've, I'm building a healthy relationship with social media, working out, and food. So, I'm working on that. Well, I, I, been wanna, to, I, I haven't been to the gym. Um, I almost cracked last night, though. I ain't gonna lie. I was so hungry, and I was so tired because I ended up taking a last-minute client. And my client who... Uh, one of my clients, she books me, like, three times a week now. But the the problem is that she doesn't have... She has a lot of stairs. Like, once you get to her house, she has a lot of steps. So, I have to carry all my makeup bags and my chair and my light up all those stairs and then carry down. So I'll be tired. I'll be tired. That's one thing I hate about LA is that people be having nice houses, but the steps though, like why do I have to walk? You okay, you know how how um your old place was when you when you walk in, you have to go upstairs to get in there. Yeah, which is annoying. But yeah, I get it. it shoot, I feel so, like that now, even though I can enter through the downstairs, I gotta go upstairs if I got some other stuff. So me having to do that all the time, I just be so tired. But um, I I just I told myself that I was just gonna eat in and cook and just eat healthier. But last night I almost gave in. I almost got me a lobster grilled cheese, but I didn't feel mm. like going to just get it. Well, I didn't go to the gym at all this week, and I should have because I had friends giving on Saturday. And uh, it's um, all good. Just don't go th- uh, Friday because she gonna. What's be funny is my gym. My gym is we um our classes be an hour. And they having a two-hour class tomorrow morning. I said, oh, they, them folks making room. But who finna be in there? Not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on to this Holly Bailey situation. So, Holly Bailey went on social media and made a video complaining about this nail salon she went to. Which she says she has been a loyal client to for how long, y'all? Weeks. Three okay. weeks. I said, now, Holly, BFFR, girl. So basically, y'all, she went to this, she'd been going to this salon for weeks, literally her words. And this particular time, her and Chloe were going, she was there, but Chloe was late. I think it was beyond 15 minutes. The lady's like, listen, we booked up. We have a lot of clients. And Holly's like, booked up? Ain't nobody in here, which don't mean nothing. That doesn't mean you're not booked up. That just means that you have clients on the way and they have appointments. So I guess, long story short, the lady was like, listen, I can't see your sister because we got clients. And Holly thought somehow because of her multi-week loyalty that they were going to, and probably celebrity, that they were going to make an exception about um, her sister being late. Then also tried to pull the race card. I'm like, you've been around DDG too long. You got to go. But yeah, then mm-hmm. the lady. Actually, the person that, that said something about it first. And then mm. she followed up with that video because nobody knew about it. He posted and said... Um, I want y'all to go on Yelp and give this nail yep. salon one stars because uh, they was racist to my girlfriend. Yeah, and that's what the lady who's Russian made a video said that she started getting threats, which I'm not surprised. DDG has a huge audience, totally different yeah. from 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 the Bailey sisters' audience. But yeah, it was leaving terrible Yelp. I just think that's so irresponsible, honestly. 
even from a non-celebrity perspective, your if you're time is money, and anybody should know that being a so being in front of the, the entertainment industry, I think it's very disrespectful and distasteful. So now, if something happens to this lady, if her her business is vandalized or whatever could happen, it's literally their fault, and she could sue them. Literally could sue them for, for harassment. So I just experienced something recently, and I um I'm gonna talk about it just because I don't care. Um, so I had a client that is a friend of a friend. I met her through, um, one of my friends and I've been doing her makeup for maybe like a year now, the, the, my friend's friend. And so we have a, we have a good relationship. Like when we see, we only see each other when it's time for me to do her makeup. So it's not like I talk to her outside of that. We just have a work relationship. Mm -hmm. And so she's comfortable with me. I'm comfortable with her. Boom, bada, boom, whatever. Now. I'm not going to sit here and act like I require all my clients to make an appointment with me. Like you can literally just text me sometimes if I have the availability, I'll put it on my calendar right then. Like I won't require you to just, Oh, go through my email, go through my booking manager. Da, 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 da. I'm just, I mean, it's not that serious, especially if I know you like that, you know? So she does this thing. You know this, I tell him this all the time. And, oh, okay. and it's biting me in the ass. So now it's like, I need to just let him do his job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so me being the friend that does this for my people that I, you know, my clients that come to me often or my friends, um, she'll hit me up and she'll, she'll book an appointment, but it'll be like the day before or something like that. So this particular day, she, she told me she needed me to do her makeup a week and a half in advance. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, I can do you that day, but we need to figure out a time because I do have, appointments already so when i get home um and i get some time i'm gonna call you and we'll figure out a time and so she was like matter of fact i'm gonna need you the day before as well so put me down for that day so she booked two two makeup appointments mm -hmm. so the day started coming closer to the appointment and i called her so her appointment was that friday i realized that we still didn't have a time on on wednesday on tuesday so wednesday morning at like 11.30, keep in mind, it's, she lives in Houston, so the time difference is it's probably like 2 p.m. where she at. I called her, no response, text her, no response, and I said, in the text message, I said, hey, um, what time did you want to get your makeup done tomorrow, and we have to set a time for Friday as well. You think this girl called me back? Mm. She didn't even show up for the Thursday appointment at all, didn't call mm. me, didn't text me back, nothing, right? So in my head, I'm like, okay, she must either A, didn't get to LA or like didn't come here or she didn't need me no more because you booked two appointments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I didn't think nothing of it. Friday come around, still no response. But at this time, I'm, I paid it because you didn't even show up yesterday. So in my head, I'm like, you're not going to show up today either. Right. And so... Her friend who I met her through, her assistant made appointments for her that day. So I had a set time for her already. But I Wait, had the assistant and the girl have their own appointments? Okay. The girl who made the appointment who I'm, who I'm telling the story about, I uh -huh. met her through my friend, who Got is it. also my client. Got it. And okay. she has an assistant that booked an appointment for her. She had her assistant call me and like, hey, she needs an appointment for this day. So she had already had her shit locked in. Mm -hmm. So the day of comes and I'm busy. Like it's it's a big thing out here. So I'm very busy. I have booked five clients. Do you not know? The event started at six, Alicia. This girl 
started blowing my phone up at 4.30 p.m. How far are you? Where you at? And I'm like, what do you, I haven't heard from you. I said, scroll up, scroll up and look at the text messages because obviously I've been trying to get in contact with you to get a time. Right. And we didn't set one, but she's taking it as like, oh, I always, um, I've been told you about this. I booked my appointment before all these people. Okay, but you, oh, girl, now she pulling that. You didn't though. Like you did, you did tell me that you needed me, but you can't try to blame it on me because I reached out to you to try to. Right. Don't be talking about how you always book with me because you you did me a no call, no show, and I don't just hang around for fun. And I told her that that was my next thing. I said, then you booked an appointment yesterday and didn't show up. Oh well, my dad died. Well, you need to be grieving. And so I'm just like, okay. How, how would you have known that? Because we don't even follow each other on social media. Let me start there. We don't even follow each other on social media. So I don't know what she be doing. So I'm like, I'm not supposed to. How do I know that? Or how am I supposed It was just a mess. So long story short, she communicated with the friend, our mutual friend, and realized mm. that I'm still going to do her makeup and her friend mm. because her friend was there. She booked two appointments at one time. And went called me back or texted me back and was going off on me and was just like, you know what? I'm never gonna contact you again in my life and block me. That's actually delusional. Like she started going like, off. Take some accountability for real. You know what I hate? I hate when people act like that because it really is them knowing they effed up, but they don't want to take accountability for it. Like you know you was dead wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hang around. Time is money. That's and it just gave so you still so do the other girl makeup. I did. I was late, but Not it's just late. that that I counts a lot. The anger. <laughs> I was late, but I did go. Um, but I just was like, I had so much anxiety after that because, for one, I don't like bad business, so I don't even yeah. like doing bad business with people. So I'm overanalyzing it to see, like, am I wrong in this situation? You know, just to make sure. But it is. It just. It's just not a good a good feeling. And that's why I said at this point, I'm just going to have to let my manager do his job. And I'll be telling him all the time. I'm like, listen, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to go around you to do stuff. But these people have been coming to me for like 10 years. Plus they're not going to book an appointment for me through you. Yeah. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. If I say, Oh, you got to hit almost my manager. inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, excuse you. you know what I'm but saying? You know, so it's I'm a shame. People should respect that though. If that's the new process, that's what they should be going based off of. Keep in mind. When I get to them, I have to talk to them through their assistants, their managers, mm. all these people. I have to contact. So I, I don't understand that. And see, this person who blocked me and was and whatever, she is moving out here. So she is like, she, she first of all, she owns a lot of clubs. And then she's uh, an assistant to a very well-known basketball player that just uh, got traded to a basketball team out here. And so mm-hmm. she was going to be like, here a lot she's getting an apartment here and everything so that was going to be like a consistent client for me but at the same time it's like i don't need to work with nobody that can switch like yeah, that and it, literally it you didn't do nothing like, wrong in the situation gone. yeah it's not that's actually crazy she's tripping and honestly if she didn't if she hadn't acted like that this time she was gonna do it again she was gonna do it at some point like that's actually at some very point. strange yeah oh so, i don't oh, know oh my god I don't know. and I, and look at me trying to go so, into the entrepreneurial but, world listening to um this story by by Hallie I'm like 
I always just look at her as such a little precious little girl. But when I that's why I cut it off. Because when she said, like, um, I've been a loyal customer for three weeks, I was like, girl. I, I can't believe she said weeks. that. How did I you be like, a loyal oh, customer for three weeks? That's almost, that's honestly undermining this lady's profession, if we being honest. When she said weeks, I said, I know you, I, you owe me two minutes back from watching this goddamn video. And that lady is crying and scared. She worried about going to work tomorrow. And I don't blame her. Even, even if she's not scared, she better milk it. Yeah, she said that people sending her death threats saying that she should die and they're going to come to her business. People that's not even in the state, like leaving her terrible one. She said her phone was blowing up from Yelp, from one-star reviews from people saying angry stuff. I'm like, yeah. bro, it's DDG like, posted that and told them to do that, and then and he's then annoying. Like, and how is annoying too for even first of all, anybody that would date somebody like DDG is annoying. I'm sorry, good job, Little Mermaid, but this another one of those situations where you see a celebrity's real character. That's lame. I don't like that. I have so much empathy for people, and I be I really care about people's. I have I have secondhand embarrassment when I watch prank videos. I can't let I can't even stand somebody. I hate watching them kind of videos. I turn them up. I don't like prank calls. I don't like skits. I don't like none of that stuff because I be feeling bad for the people that may or may not be in the loop of what's going. I don't even like when um when Ray Monte do the I like your Bob videos. I scroll so fast. I don't be want to watch it. Yeah, Ray Monte, <laughs> I be dying. I'm sorry because. Your Bob is fine. Is is I'm not. I can't. I'm like this poor okay. lady. Don't even know what he's talking about. Now I did see one video. You know the videos where the guy be dressing up as like a tree and he'll pop up like a. He'll act <laughs> yeah, like I don't like them either. He did that, and the girl had Down syndrome. <gasps> and she was crying so bad, and I was okay, just like, okay, see, I don't no. like that. Oh my god. And he Lord, was trying to like mercy. calm her down and stuff, but I'm just like. She probably don't even know what's going on. You just scared the crap out of The internet is our own worst enemy, Lord. We're not supposed to have this kind of access like this. Do you think when the <laughs> cavemen existed, that they was ready to post some of their stories? Okay. You know what? <laughs> they didn't have deodorant. They didn't have soap. They was dying, giving birth. You think I they just, wanted to post on social media? I encourage... I know this sounds so basic, but I just encourage people to, for one... Um, just be professional and be fucking for real. When you're doing stuff <laughs> and when you're trying to get when you're trying to get um something done by people, just p- please be understanding about situations. No, a lot real. of times a lot of times, like even when, when it comes to like salons and stuff like that, I get it being on time and I I get whatever, but things do happen. Um a lot of the times I know for me, I've been especially since I've been off social media, I've been really paying attention to being on time. Like I try to get some of my clients at least 10 minutes before just because I know they may have steps or I have to set up somewhere crazy or I have to wait. Um, but I, the reason why I didn't even care about that at first is because a lot of my clients, I get that them folks, I need to put no shower yet. They, oh, I need to take a shower real quick. A whole that's shower? Just, and see, that's why I couldn't do freelance work. I Come on. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm you, sorry. But some, like when people working in salons, sometimes they climb before you have. They're they're late. They're behind. So they make everybody late after that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just I don't know. I don't like that. I just feel like if you're gonna do that, at least have some good reasoning. Now I I I even saw a video of a girl yesterday where she she does braids, and I guess the girl who was sitting in the chair was a little behind. And mind you, she she was getting cornrows. The girl probably had only like three more braids to do. She ain't had that much hair left out. The girl who had an appointment after her walked up on her. Mind you, the girl is on live, like recording her braiding the girl hair. And she's like, my appointment was at so-and-so. Like, I'm not understanding. She was like, 
well, what do you want me to do? She was like, she, you know, is running behind, obviously. She was oh, like, well, I you seen that do- video. I think that was a, I think that was fake, but I did see it. I know what she's talking about. And she was like going off on her, telling her that she finna have to get up out the chair or. She Imagine gonna, thinking uh, somebody still finna do your hair. You talking to them like that. That's actually crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't tolerate it. Now I've been in those positions where I come in and there's somebody in the seat that I should be in and I be waiting. But thank God I don't deal with that no more, Lord. Lord, I thank God for my hairstylist. Lord, don't ever let them get carpal tunnel. Me too. I, and you know mm. what? I never really had bad experiences with my old barbers. The only thing is, of course, when I moved here, y'all know I had a barber fiasco for about six months. But Oh, yeah, you was going through it. Yeah, I was going through it. But now, like... I'm, I don't play by my barber. First of all, he always on time. He charges he charges a very de- decent price. Like honestly, I think it's too cheap. I'm not gonna tell him to go up because I enjoy paying this rate. But it's it it do I think it's worth more? Yes, because of the service that I've gotten out here, and it hasn't even been half as good as that. And they're getting paid double the amount that he's worth that he gets paid, and I don't like that. But I don't play around like that. I did find me a little nail shop. I'm a, I haven't been in a minute though. I've been falling off with my uh. Well, one Hallie went to child. It might have a flash mob tomorrow. And another thing that was funny about what happened with Hallie is that she's like, you know, I don't think I don't think that she was trying to use her celebrity as. Uh, I think you know, it's impossible to not. Like you almost want to favor a little she bit. Was kinda, she was kind of giving that, but you don't live in. Arizona, you live in Los Angeles. We go to the grocery store and be grocery shopping with people like Julia Roberts and I mean like A-list celebrities. They just be in the store randomly. So they go to these same businesses that you go to and they probably don't get no special treatment at all. So you definitely not finna get it. If I was that lady, I would have been like, listen, for the sake of you and that baby, (laughs) I would pipe. I'm like, I can show y'all surveillance. And what's so crazy is that's another clue to the story, too, because she was saying that she found a place that does Russian manicures and pedicures. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar. It's becoming really popular out here, but Which is Russian so crazy. manicures like and that. pedicures, they don't use water, meaning that they probably ain't using no acrylic or no toxic stuff, and she's not mm. pregnant, quote-unquote. So oh, the not girls in the hood is still getting their full sets pregnant, but I I feel you though. She wants she want to get her nails done, but she's trying to avoid chemicals. Mm. Yeah, she's trying to have some good with... maternity pictures. Yeah, that's I, like, I'm that, not that's feeling like the rich girl thing. That like all the all the like rich girls out here they be giving Russian pedicures and manicures, but mm, I just I don't want know all how my I skin around about... my nails. I want to try it. Go ahead. On my feet though, because if it's giving anything like candle rope, maybe I've been getting a Russian pedicure. Oh, is you going there when you come back? We need to go I'm together. Going twice. When you when when do you when do you get here? Where you staying 19th. at? I'm um I'm coming on the nineteenth. That's Zay's birthday, so I'm gonna stay at his house, and I'm gonna be. It's gonna be between there and, and my sister's house. Okay, the nineteenth. Okay, listen. If you go there without me, I'm gonna call the police on they that location. Live right there. Like, I'm gonna say I'm gonna right say they in there doing nails without a permit. So you better not. And the police going to come in there and get a pedicure, too, because they know what's up already. And let's get some more grills. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh, I, I feel like that place price probably don't went up because my video don't went... It's so many people who don't stitch my video and have gotten grills for the same Trust place. Them, them prices been like that for years. I ain't going nowhere. That don't mean nothing. But I, you're right. No, for real. If you go to the nail salon without me, don't talk to me ever again. I'm not. 
But I'm going okay. twice. I'm I'm definitely going when I first get there, and I'm gonna go right before I leave because I'm not gonna be able to get there. Out I'm here. going both times. Okay, cool. We finna okay. just be skinless on our feet, Russian pedicure. I I need it, especially you know I've been going don't to a podiatrist. Get, don't, we, I, don't get your nails done there. Now that I'm not I, getting nothing done. Oh, I don't get my nails done. I use I'm I'm queen press on. Yeah, I got my uh, a regular manicure from there one time, and it looked like a piranha ate my fingers okay, up. Okay, so. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, so what you got going on for Thanksgiving? <laughs> um, you know what's so crazy? I This is the first year I don't feel pressure to cook. Uh, in Atlanta, even though I used to go to my family house, my, I used to still cook all the time. I used to have stuff in my house before. Um, even last year, I feel like I cooked still. Um this year, I just reached out to some people. I'm getting better at that, just like reaching out to people that I know that are having things and just mm-hmm. asking to come. Because I think that I just re- I just got so used to people just asking me, like, "Oh, do you want to come?" Blah, blah, blah. Entitled. So I, I exactly. So I just reached out to like two or three of my friends, and they're doing something. What? How you get up there? Sorry, somebody's on the roof across from my building, and I don't even think they're supposed to be up there. And he got his oh, dog. Not a dog. Okay. There's two okay. dogs. They're big. They finna oh, shit I on I want to update y'all. I finally got a check from Hazel's Insurance. Fine. A whole Period. month later. Matter of fact, matter of fact, it wasn't even 30 days. It was 29 days. They're trying to be petty. But out of the $5,000, they reimbursed me for everything except $1,400, which is a lot better than, you know, $1,400 is better. a lot of money. But it's way, it, like I was telling my friend, <clears throat> help me sleep at night. So anyway. But yeah, no, I'm doing that. And then um, this weekend, one of my friends is having, it's not going to be Friendsgiving, obviously, because it's going to be after, but she's having like a game night. Um, Sexy Red is going to be at having Friendsgiving after um, Thanksgiving. (laughs) Period. Uh, Sexy Red is going to be at the club on Saturday, and we're going to be having ghetto stuff uh, out here, so I'm going to go to that. Okay. That's good. Are you cooking anything? Um, like when you go to your friend's house, I hope you're not showing Sunday. up empty-handed. I'm not gonna show up empty-handed. I'm just gonna buy a cake and a bottle. There you uh, go. And then yes. Sunday, um, one of my friends asked me to throw a bonfire, so I'm gonna invite everybody and just do a little bonfire on Sunday. Throw a bonfire, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you know, but I'll be doing bonfires out here. Like I have literally have all the stuff. All I have to do is ain't buy that illegal. Um, no, I mean, well, I, I've only got kicked off the beach one time and I've done it like eight. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you got, you got a good record. Okay. Well, just yeah, everybody, like the, the everybody have your stuff I, close by so you can run. The part of the beach that I go to is very private. It's like a very, it's a private beach. It's, I ain't gonna say the name. I like, I don't want to steal my spot, but usually they go to Dot Wilder Beach because they have the bonfires already set up. So it's not technically illegal. You just have to have the right setup. Me, it's given. I had to use my um, old school Boy Scout uh, tools and I just make me a little circle out of some rocks and put some wood in there and we just set it up. We bring a little radio. That's why I like the little private beach because we can be loud. Like I bring a radio out there, everything. I'm supposed to be going to Bali in February. Maybe I'll have a layover in LA or something like that. Come on. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I keep pausing because the guy with the dogs on the roof that he's not supposed to be on is getting weird by the second. Um (laughs) I thought that he was about to take his clothes off, but he was just digging in his pants so bad. 
and pulled them down a little. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Something weird weird is happening, but this is what I get for living downtown. This is what I get. And then I live across from buildings and my building is like higher than a lot of these apartments over here. So I can see everything. I can look yeah. down and see everything. It was a whole car accident downstairs earlier. Somebody went down the uh the one way street and crashed in so many cars. It was so loud. Oh my God. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, well, I think I'm hanging with my well, not think I'm hanging with my cousins tomorrow. I um, I did have a friend's give, which was a really good time. I had a really fun. good I wish I was there. time. I was mad. That was my first time having a fun a function at my house. Besides, my cousins have come over. We had a game night for my cousin going away, but that was my first time having like a friend event. And I've always wanted to have. I always wanted to host an event. And I just it, we had a good time. I can't lie. We was kicking it for about five six hours. You know, y'all know I like to go to bed. But we had a good time. We played games. We was talking junk. All my friends met each other for the first time. Everybody from so many different edges of the earth. It's so funny. Hood rats, professionals. I love it. Everybody followed it. Well, I don't know about everybody, but I seen some of them following each other. But it was a good time. I can't lie. So shout out to all my group chats because that's who all the invitation was. It was a lot of people upset I didn't invite them. But it was not intentional. I literally said close friends. And, that, and some of them, not even my close friends. They're just my closer friends and some of the others. And that's not no shade. But yeah, I definitely plan an, on having more of those. And that's another thing that's weird for me here because I haven't been here that long. So I can't say like, oh, I have close friends that mm-hmm. are here. Like I do know some people that I know that I knew from back home. And even though we weren't that cool in Atlanta, we have at being from Atlanta in common. So we out here, we've made a friendship. So it's a lot of people yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've, you know, did that with. But I'm just, I don't know. I, I have to, I'm realizing that I need to just fully accept the fact that I don't live in Atlanta no more. My friends there are just, <laughs> they gotta just create in a new Atlanta life. And I got to create a whole new life here with new friends and new stuff. And that's so that's weird. That's going to be but. me soon. Hey, it's now, it sounds now. I think the perspective I'm looking at it from now, I like it. But at first, I'm yeah. just like, "Oh my god, this it's is an be adjustment." So think about it. You got people that's coming out there to visit you. You don't really have to change a lot. But when it all settles down, it's like, all right. I just, I think for me, I just don't want to be one of those people that's like. Because I know for me, like, I know a lot of people that have moved to places like New York and L.A. from Atlanta, and they they became different people. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but you know how people be like, oh, they so Hollywood now, or they this, blah, blah, blah. And granted, I do feel like I take a lot of inspiration. She, she even know he ain't supposed to be up there. She hanging out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I do feel like I've adapted to a lot of L.A. culture. Especially when it comes to like uh, me going to coffee shops and drinking iced coffees all the time, me drinking matcha. That's an LA not, thing. It's very LA. Like out here, you will see people with an iced coffee and a matcha in the hand or a boba tea. Oh, matcha tastes like the earth. See, I get my espresso matcha. So it, it, I get that. Yeah, it's a lot. See what I'm saying? Very LA. Um, <laughs> But even when it comes to like water and just just certain the way that I eat and the stuff that I do, it has very it's been like adjusting to California lifestyle that I know for sure when I come home for the holidays and I'm like realizing that it's not the same as out here. I'm it's going to be it's going to be funny. My little routines, I'm like, damn, I know they don't got that in Atlanta. (laughs) They ain't got no JJ's out there either. 
Um, before we wrap up, I just wanted to encourage everyone to go on Netflix when they get a chance and watch Squid Game, The Challenge. Um, a friend of mine, Ashley Tober, is a contestant on, on there. Now, I don't know how far she gets on the show. It don't matter. The fact that she even got on there. Um, she, I think that's really fire. I think that challenge games like that is not for the weak. Uh, but anyhow, I started watching know. it um, this evening, so I haven't gotten that far yet. But she's contestant number 278. And we're just going to see how far she get. But, yeah, I hope my girl won. Uh, I guess if she did, she ain't going to tell nobody yet. So we're going we gonna to find out. Oh, but I don't know. Of course. She ain't going to tell nobody. But yeah, but follow her on Instagram at A. Right. Follow her on Instagram at A underscore Tobe. A underscore T-O-L-B. Because her name is Ashley Tolbert. Um, but mm. She is a very unique person. I've always thought that about her. I, I'm re- I really admire her. Uh, her uniqueness, I'll say. Like, she's just always doing something real random and cool. Like, I remember when she was in high school, she moved to China. And then, or I think that might have been after high school or something like that. Then she was, like, bodybuilding. She just doing, she just does, I think it's just really unique stuff. You know what I'm saying? And she, and she is very much black. Black or they black, black. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's really unique. But anyhow, um, shout out to Ashley. And y'all check out Squid Game for Challenge. And hopefully my girl win. And then I can be mm. like, um... I know a squid, cha- somebody that survived squid games. Because the way they eliminate folks in this show, you think they're getting shot for real. It's crazy. I'm like, whoa, now this is old folks. Yes, please do. Anyway, y'all, let's wrap this thing up. I got to make this pie and I got to edit this episode so it can be out by tomorrow so I can mop my flow in the morning. Girl, Mal. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's it, man. Do not come down here without me coming to that nail salon with you. Okay, thank you. I got you. I'm not going to do that. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Anyways, all right. Have a good evening. Bye. See ya. What do I-